Hello and welcome to Case Dismissed, a teenager's guide to the Supreme Court. I'm Carter Higgins, and I'm so glad you're listening today. In today's episode, I examine the case that established a woman's right to choose, Roe versus Wade. But first, what process did the court use to determine that the Constitution protected such a right? Substantive due process is a legal doctrine and belief that the due process clause encompasses not only legal procedures, but also other rights. In the past, substantive due process has incorporated the liberty to contract, or the right to work on one's own terms, the right to marry, and in Roe v. Wade, the right to privacy that protected a woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion. In 1970, Jane Roe, a fictional name in the court documents, filed a lawsuit against Henry Wade, the district attorney of Dallas County, Texas, where she resided, challenging a Texas law making abortion illegal except by a doctor's order to save a woman's life. In her lawsuit, Roe alleged that the state laws were unconstitutionally vague and abridged her right of personal privacy protected by the 1st, 4th, 5th, 9th, and 14th Amendments. The constitutional question of this case was, does the Constitution recognize a woman's right to terminate her pregnancy by abortion, by way of a right to privacy? In a 7-2 decision, the court ruled that the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment protects against state action against the right to privacy, and a woman's right to choose to have an abortion falls within that right. A state law, say that broadly prohibits abortion without respect to the stage of pregnancy or other interests, such as Texas's law, violates that right. Although the state has legitimate interests in protecting the health of a pregnant woman and the potentiality of human life, the relative weight of each of those interests varies over the course of pregnancy, and the law must account for this variability. In the first trimester of pregnancy, the court held, the state may not regulate the abortion decision. Only the pregnant woman and her attending physician can make that decision. In the second trimester, the state may impose regulations on abortion that are reasonably related to the maternal health. Finally, in the third trimester, the court held, Once the fetus reaches the point of viability, a state may regulate abortions or prohibit them entirely, so long as the laws contain exceptions for cases when abortion is necessary to save the life or health of the mother. The Roe precedent is extremely important, as it established a woman's autonomy over her body and also struck down, in effect of the ruling, many state laws prohibiting abortion. Roe has affected more than 30 subsequent cases before the court, and the gravity of a new right protected by the Constitution allowed women to advance in other areas of their lives, such as economic and social life. Although the Roe precedent is one of the most important and well-known throughout American history and the world, many legal scholars argue that a woman's right to choose is nowhere derived from a right to privacy 
or at all in the Constitution. Hello and welcome to Case Dismissed, a teenager's guide to the Supreme Court. I'm Carter Higgins, and I'm so glad you're listening today. In today's episode, I examine the case that established a woman's right to choose, Roe versus Wade. But first, what process did the court use to determine that the Constitution protected such a right? 